spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Thursday. Little Friday. Friday mini, Friday Jr. Oh, happy Thursday. I have a question for you. I'm looking outside. Another six weeks of beautiful sunshine. (laughs) Thank you. What do we have? We don't have Pakistani Phil. What do we have? What do you mean we don't? Uh, yeah, free we have friend. Awa for your friend. Awa for your friend. What the hell is that? The, that's the it's snake. snake. All right, so I'm just hearing of this, and I've been in the valley 27, 28 years. You've what never heard it? of Awa for your no. friend? No, no. What is that? What is that? What is it's a snake that supposedly predicts the weather. I have never heard of that. No. Have you, you talked have? about? Have you talked about it today? Not today. Okay. You can't really be trusted. I He's a snake. Never well, that's heard of that. Nice. Huh? So I have lots of snakes. I trust them. That is huh? true. Ah, they trust you, but... No. They got scales. Everybody's like, they're just mean and evil and full of Satan. Well, maybe they can predict <laughs> the weather. I have a question for you. Please. Um, with the horrible killing of a 29-year-old man, uh, Tyree Nichols, in um, Memphis, uh, does that case prove body cameras on cops don't work? There's a lot of fallout from this situation. They just buried him yesterday. Uh, terribly sad. Listening to his mother. My goodness. Uh, this man had no chance. He was ripped out of a car for Still no reason. Uh, they didn't ask for his ID. They just threw him on the ground, began beating and kicking him and tasing him. And he did what I would have done. I probably would have ran. And I never, ever, I, I don't think I've ever said that. You never run from police. In that instance, I'm running because I think they're going to kill me. So the body cam footage, does that prove that they don't work? It did work. Okay. How so? He's dead. It caught them. Okay. He's it's still as much d- for other people's dead. protections, and but, but the body cam footage uh, worked in the sense that if the body cam wasn't there, he'd still be dead. And they wouldn't have been caught probably. Yeah. So that's how, if it worked, it worked. It is there to not only protect the police officers, but protect the public from... But it uh, didn't protect him. No, it didn't, but it protected... But it will, maybe it protects people in the future. Because these officers are going to be off the street now because of that. Hmm. It's interesting because a lot of people are talking about it. It's a haunting video. If you haven't seen it, I don't suggest you go and look at it. Um, but people are saying, hey, you know, if, if if these cops, they even knew that they obviously knew their their cameras were on. And they were filmed, too, because they have Sky Cop on most of their light poles, which was also working. Right. So that is also something that I don't think people are talking a lot about. They do have Sky Cop that was looking down on them. Well, the Sky Cop cameras blanket all these the city's neighborhoods yeah. and gas stations and sidewalks and parks and uh, the company uh, that runs Sky Cop. Uh, it 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 says it's a powerful crime deterrent. Yeah. All right. But again, I think we have to talk about what what are the are, are the are the cameras on the police officers? Uh, they're not there to save a life. I mean, they're not. No, and a lot they're of ways they're there to, to protect the the to 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 see what really happens, to go up against what's written on the paper, and also to protect the police officers as well as the public. It protects the police officers because. But they, they, these cameras were not a deterrent for these five cops. No, they knew that they were basically on live television. If you want to say that, I mean, obviously they had cameras right on their body, and they didn't care. They just continued to beat and kill the man. Yeah, but the it didn't even deter but the them. deterrent probably well. Uh, the deterrent now, in many cases, is the public, right? You know, I was listening, so? to, I listened to a cop the other day saying, there's times I could pull people over and should pull people over. I don't because every time I pull people, it doesn't matter what it is now. If it's just a meaningless 
pulling somebody over, uh, there'll be five people around that'll all pull out their cameras. Okay. Because they're waiting for something. So well, don't give them something. It doesn't even matter. But you know, if if it, but don't give them something to complain about. Uh, so well. You and I both know we see thirty seconds of a five minute thing, right? So, and but that then you looks can go like, back well, and look at the police. Uh, and this is the good thing you can go, go back, back and, and look, look at the police. Uh, at the yeah, police and that's what protects camera. them. Yeah. And at all the, right. So, are we saying that the co- that the cops are protected by these cameras? Well, they're protected as much as the as the public is, right? Because it didn't protect Tyree Nichols. No, okay. but not having them wouldn't have protected them either. Right. Right. So do they protect police officers? They do both. Maybe in a case where you just see the 30 seconds of a video and you're like, well, why did you do that, officer? Well, you know what? Take my video that I'm wearing. Take the camera that I'm wearing. Roll it back. And then you'll see. We saw a video the other day and we saw it a couple months ago. A guy shoots at the police here. Yes. Runs inside. What do we see? We see them putting their knee. We see them, you know, with their guns and everything. with the gun, which I was fine with. We saw that portion, but we didn't see all of the entire story. We didn't hear all of the entire story. If you were to see that, you were like, man, those guys were over the top. Mm. If you understand all of it and you put it all together, you're like, okay, the picture looks way different here than what was painted in a 7 or 12 second video. Yeah. If you want to, like, I almost compared the body cam on police officers to the ankle bracelet that, you know, a criminal has to wear at home. Let's say you put an ankle bracelet on, uh, you know, somebody. They can go. They can leave their house yeah. with the ankle bracelet on, absolutely, and then they can go and rob another place or kill somebody. As we the saw ankle with that guy, in, that was stop. in Massachusetts, right? He yeah. he was only supposed to leave the house with the kids, and he went to Home Depot and he right. did a bunch of things for four hours and right. went into the woods. Right there, you go. So the ankle bracelet is just there to catch the guy if he does something wrong. And tell the story of something. Okay. And then, so if you want to compare the body cameras, the body cameras are there to catch the officer doing something And also wrong. to catch the true story of what took place, if indeed, because every time you go and this person said, I was beat, I was all of these things, and then you go and you look and you say, well, we've got the, all the stuff here. You were none of those things. Yeah. I wonder if police officers like wearing the body cameras. That's a because, good question. Well, I mean, I mean, can you imagine your job where you're being, you know, recorded twenty four seven? No, I can't. No. I can't, and I think it would. It would. I've always said it. That would. That would make it very hard for me to do my job. And I wonder if it makes officers harder for them to do their job. I'm sure in some ways it is, but I also think they are probably relieved that they have a backup that will tell a story about what happens. You know, because most cops have nothing to hide. No, these no. five guys, these five murderers in 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 Memphis, they had a lot to hide. I mean, they did because they broke the law on several different occasions, got away with it. But it was like, you know, did the body camera could is I wonder if there's something on the body camera from these five guys in Memphis in the past. Well, that, I'm sure the Freedom of Information Act is going to come out and people right. are going to start to look. There's something there should have kicked them off the force. And a lot of the stuff you were, you were showing, you know, talking about yesterday, what they were in trouble were things that had nothing to do with interactions with you and me. They left the gun. Right. You know, they the, somebody bumped their car and they never reported it or they crashed, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh, it's going to be interesting to find out. But I think their thought process is this is what we do. We've been kind of given this 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 edict to go out and to 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 kill people. Well, not so much to kill people. I I doubt they. If you if they really set out to kill him, people are going to ask questions like, "Why did you do this? Was it a hit?" Almost feels like they wanted to kill the guy. Was it a hit? Did somebody know. say you know this? Uh, but the on the other side of stuff, I think we, the cops. This is good for them. 
and it's probably at times the, the frustrating. Is good yes, for them. because all the people filming you. How much do we, like we said, you see only a little bit of this. Right. I think that the stuff that they felt that they could get away with all came from higher ups who kind of turned a blind eye and or maybe hid some of the stuff that was running. That's why I said institutional control that was running rampant there. All right. So um, do body cameras work? And I guess there's an argument to be made. It worked in this situation. It didn't save a life. But what are they actually supposed to do? What are these cameras supposed to do? Is it to save a life like Tyree Nichols, or is it to make sure that the cops are doing the above-board thing? I, I don't Should know. Should there be streaming? Should they stream immediately back to a room full of other officers Boy, and, heads and saying, hey, hey, you know what? You guys are getting too rough. Hey, watch out. I mean, should, is that going to be something next? I don't think you have the manpower. I don't think you, I don't think you have the manpower to do it. Um. I know the cops have taken a beating over the last few days because of what happened in in Memphis. A lot of people are saying, you know, can we trust police? At 4 o'clock, we're going to give you a story, uh, because we like to do this, of a great cop. Uh, And I think that's important. Absolutely. There are so many more good police officers than bad. We've got five bad ones in Memphis. There's no doubt about it. Yep. But at 4 o'clock, we're going to bring you a story of good policing, because I think we have to hear that, too. All right. Up next... Is your business Instagrammable? If not, it needs to be. We'll explain that in the Gatos and Chad show. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, here's the Big Q. A bill in the Arizona House would allow pregnant women to drive in the HOV carpool lane during prime driving hours. Do you agree? Yes or no? Uh, the vote right now, 70% say no. In one hour, we will uh, do five spot. We put five of you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. And we're going to ask you to call if you're pregnant. And should you be allowed to drive on the, in the look HOV you, lane? Patricia. She's out there going, oh, my God, look at me. Would she take advantage of it? I don't think everybody knew she was pregnant out there. Now everybody you just does. told everybody. Becky Lynn, everybody did you know does. that? Did you know that? Yes, I knew that. Oh, okay. I'm everybody just checking. Does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's laughing. I think it must be okay. okay. Yeah, she is. She goes, it's okay. I wonder if she wants to be in the HOV lane. That would be interesting. Maybe we'll put sure, her on. She, she said, that. sure. She's been I doing it for months. She has to pay attention to laws. <laughs> uh, is your business Instagrammable? So it's an, there's an interesting uh, thought. If you're running a business... Uh, and, you know, Phoenix area businesses and we've got the Super Bowl coming here in the Phoenix Open. And are you going to go to a restaurant or a bar? Are you going to go to a hot spot? You know, where a lot of people are, have some fun. Is Are you going there because, well, there's a place to take a photo? I, I mean, this is what we see all the time now. Uh, and I'll give you an example. And I'm I'm guilty of it right here. Like over Christmas, uh, my wife and I, you know, they have these pop-up Christmas bars. And you kind of oh, find yeah, out you yeah. find out about them. They're in like a, a sometimes a different location. Uh, it literally could just be a pop-up tent. You never know. Or it could be a bar that just changes everything inside, and they're now a pop-up bar for Christmas. And you find out about it. You go, and they've got... You know, all these, you know, all these cool drinks and with, you know, reindeer names and all that kind of stuff and Santa's. Thing. They expect you to take a picture of it and put it that's up part on of social. And that's how they get people to come to your business. It's your picture that goes up on Instagram. So think about all the football fans that are out there uh, and all the golf fans that are out there. 
there's so many places here in the Valley. This is a huge opportunity. So if you go to a place, you've got to have that, uh, that you've got to have that cocktail that's going to be either TikTok ready or it's going to be Instagrammable ready, you know. And, and this is where people, this is where people go. There, there are restaurants around town. There are bars around town. They have a, a, a place for you at the establishment where you can take a picture with their name above. They've got they, it. Well, the whole thing's set up for that. That's their, oh, yeah. that's another way of advertising is using you as yeah. a, as, as a person that's, you know, because people go, Oh, so and so. Right. Micro influencers are more important right now than massive influencers. What's the difference? People who have maybe 50,000 followers, 25,000 followers, but those people feel like they're more connected because there's not so many followers and they they can influence those people in a much greater way than somebody who maybe has a million followers, but people only kind of sparingly pay attention. Yeah. Um, so I guess there's going to be a bunch of Super Bowl pop-ups. Oh, and, absolutely. And so I wonder, but I don't know what that's going to look like. You and I are going to have our pop-up tent that's called Give Us Money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find in my phone the picture that my wife and I took at the uh, at whatever place, you know, that we went to for this pop-up bar. I think it was like literally at a hotel. Uh, and it just gives you a, it gives you like an uh, an address, and sometimes you don't even know where you're going, and you get there, and you're like, oh, we're at a hotel, and then there's a po- there's a literal pop up bar right in the middle of everything, and so I mean, it's just word of mouth a lot of times, and you go there and and you have fun, and you take a picture, and then you post it, and here I got it, you ready? Yep. Uh, drink up, Grinches. That was a seventeen dollar cocktail. Bad Santa. Six-year-old rye, uh, muir syrup. I don't know what that is if I pronounce it right. Orange and rosemary. There was a drink called the Naughty List. There's another one, Polar Express. That's what I had. It was fantastic. So you take a picture of that. It's got the fun name. It's a pop-up bar, and then you post it. And that's how these businesses are going to make money. The Super Bowl is going to be great. Phoenix Open is going to be great. There are going to be a lot of places that everybody wants to go. And then you want to tell everybody you were there. That's the big and thing. And that's how the business Will make a fortune. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting way to advertise. Quick, smaller overhead. Focus on a few things. Make it hip and cool, and right. almost exclusionary. If you don't know the right people, not that they're not going to let you come in, but you got to know the right people. Like the knock on the door, one, two, three, four, kind of right. like thing, and yeah. make it kind of like well, that. It's like I remember when uh, my wife and I went to London last summer, and yeah. you told me to go to a, a speakeasy, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, we gotta went. see the mayor. Yeah, you walk in, you're like, I'd like to see the mayor. And the lady goes, what? And I said, and I'm thinking, oh, crap, I'm in the wrong place. I go, I'd like to see the mayor. And she goes, oh, you want to see the mayor? And, like, you walk into this place, and it looks like a little breakfast joint. Yeah. And then she walks you over to a refrigerator, opens the refrigerator, and there is a circular staircase that you go down to the bottom, and you're in it. You're in a really cool vibe, kind of a, a bar. You yeah. told me to go. That's how you make money these That's days. It. That's it. Because everybody wants a picture down there, and everybody wants. And everybody to post wants it. to say they went there. Of course. That's it. All right. Uh, coming up next, Becky Lynn's got the headlines. We're going to hold them up. Stick around. Arizona's news station. News station. 
KTAR on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. Here we go. Becky Lynn has the headlines. We're ready to interrupt. Boom. What do you got? With a Republican-controlled legislature and a Democrat in the executive office, the question remains how and if the two political parties are going to be able to work together on a state budget. KTAR's Taylor Tesler joins us live from the News Center with the latest details. Republicans called Governor Katie Hobbs's proposed budget dead on arrival. Now they've proposed what they call a skinny budget, but Hobbs isn't on board. Look, I've said many times that my door is open for folks wanting to work on the real challenges we're facing. I don't think this budget uh, does anything to tackle those real challenges. Last week, Republican state lawmakers said they haven't been able to meet with Hobbs but want to work with her. Hobbs addressed these concerns. We've met with lawmakers, both Republican and Democrat, who have reached out. And so if they're saying they're not getting a response, they haven't tried. Reporting live in the News Center, Taylor Tassler, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Listen, these two sides aren't going to get along. you got to have a couple people from each side that's willing to, you know, uh, uh, kind of negotiate it. You know, maybe two Republicans, two Democrats, four people that could kind of work together. And then you figure out how to pass this thing and work with Hobbs. But, uh, you know, you're not going to have these, you know, that a lot of far right people. Uh, on on the uh, the Arizona legislature, they were all voted in, and you know the, Hobbs isn't going to pass any of that other stuff. So I think you've just got to find you know a couple Republicans, a couple Democrats, and let them just go at it and and see if you can pass something. I don't know how else you do it. I look. We hear this all the time. This is the arguments that come now because everybody wants to not give the other side a win. But at the end of the day, what always ends up happening? We always get to a position where we found out, well, wait a minute here. Hmm. Uh, we managed to sneak something through. Of I course. think that'll happen. Okay. But I think it's going to be more contentious than I think some people think it's going to be. But we're going to find out in the going weeks, is there going to be some give and take? Because both sides need to realize, and we're seeing at the federal level as well, well, you've got to offer up something, and 80% of something is better than 100% of nothing. Holding up the headlines. I don't my baby. Despite Arizona's minimum wage being much higher than the federal minimum wage, high rental prices are still a factor. Nicole Bichot with real estate marketplace Zillow says they looked at affordability as spending 30% or less of income on rent. When we look at a one-bedroom rental in Phoenix, a single individual person working full-time to be able to afford that comfortably, you need to be making almost $25 an hour. And she adds while two full-time minimum wage jobs can afford the typical two-bedroom in Phoenix, one8 eight minimum wage incomes would be needed to afford a one-bedroom. Well, here's a stat. Uh, if you want to buy a house, right? Okay. You want to get out of the rental. The median household income in Maricopa County is about 76000 Uh At that income level, the recommended home price is 272 thousand dollars that is that you know if the median home price here in maricopa county is almost 500 grand how's anybody getting in a house it's tough man you got to have that 20 percent. you got to do all these kind of things and like you say if you're making you know a certain amount of money even i was talking to uh, a couple of kids who take care of our lizards they were looking to rent a place and they're like you have to have like two and a half three times the before they'll even start looking at you for the the you know income and it's just it is tough out there but uh, it, uh, 
you, you're gonna have, people are gonna have to figure out how to be, uh, I think, creative in some of these things. We're holding up the headlines. All eyes on Arizona. Countdown to the big game. What game's that? If you're a drone enthusiast, <laughs> you might want to leave that thing in the garage until the Super Bowl's over. KTAR's Colton Krolak joins us live to tell us why. Law enforcement agencies around the Valley are warning of increased flying restrictions surrounding the Super Bowl events. Philip Bates, assistant special agent in charge with FBI Phoenix, says one major concern is a drone falling over a crowd. The other is more nefarious. The second concern has to do with the use of a drone as, de- as a delivery system for a potential uh, explosive or a biological or chemical or radiological material. Go to FAA.gov to find flight restriction info. Reporting live, Colton Krolak, KTAR News. You know, I'm glad that people think of that. Yeah, could a drone deliver a dirty bomb during the Super Bowl? 100%. And I'm glad that we have smart people out there that are figuring, well, that's a possibility. So Look at the drones they're using in in, uh, the suicide drones in Iran. Hmm. I mean, you don't have to... If your goal is to disrupt and cause fear, you know, often we think about dirty bombs or something bigger. You could drop something in there chemically that could hurt and kill a lot of people. Of course. Uh, but you don't have to kill 50,000. You could you could injure and, and kill a few and cause such hell and fear. And and that's what the drones, that's like what I say. I was watching that Premier League game and the drone, they were worried about terrorism more than they worried about, you know, people just getting a sneak peek. Oh, and think about this right now. Uh, there is, uh, from what the U.S. is saying, there's a spy balloon from China. China? Above the United States and has been surveilling us. And there are senior U.S. officials that are talking about shooting it down. As we should blast As, that thing absolutely. out of the sky. So, you know. That's that's a crazy. We may have to talk about that a little bit later. A Chinese spy balloon surveilling the United States, and we're we're thinking about shooting it down. Shoot it down. And by the way, if you have a drone, don't fly it during the Super Bowl. Don't be stupid. We're holding up the headlines. You can forget Punxsutawney Phil. Hmm. Arizonans look to Awa Fria Fred. Oh gosh, the states saying rattlesnake to decide whether winter will stick around or not. You can put away your parka or, in this state, maybe just break out your swimsuits a little early. Aguafria Freddy saw his shadow, which means you can say goodbye to the state's cold snap and hello to triple-digit temperatures sooner rather than later. Freddy's prediction contradicts Puxitani Phil's Groundhog Day prediction of six more weeks of winter. Taylor Kinnerup, KTAR News. Oh, that means I can. So the difference is it, it, compared to other places is they're going to have to wear their parkas longer. <laughs> For me, instead of just shorts and 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 tennis shoes, I can now wear flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! I got nothing on Agua Fria Freddy. I don't care. Uh, hold up, the headlines. That's great though. Ours ours would bite Puxitani <laughs> Phil, and Puxitani right. Phil would I've die. Never heard of, be the end. Of, I can't believe I've never heard of Agua Fria Freddy. No, how long has that been going on? Well, I've lived here. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, I've lived here years? even a little longer, and I, I, well, about the same. I've never heard of it. Well, I've heard of. Are it. we making stuff up now? No, they need we're to do doing? better with him. I know they because need to... people would rather come here than go to Puxatani. <laughs> yeah, and see a rat. Hey, tourism <laughs> department, get on that. We need to put that out there. Hmm. Uh, just to let you guys know, Agua Fria Freddy, uh, 98.8 percent accuracy rate. Uh, the big giant rat squirrel, uh, 39 percent of the time, uh, he's been right since 1887, and they continue to go to him because people out there have nothing to do. How does Freddy predict the winter and all that? Because huh? it's not hard. Because well, how does he do it though? It's, I want 
he's know. still a shadow. shadow. It's a shadow. But keep in mind, he's very close to his shadow. So how he's do we on the know ground. He's exactly. a licensed meteorologist. It's if you guys didn't him, know. Okay. So it's whatever he says, he is a snake. Are you going to argue with him? No, I don't. I know he's not real, so I don't. I don't care. What do you mean he's not real? He's not real. Snake. Who do, do we have? Do, I don't There's a picture of him. So bad. Oh. So bad. The internet doesn't lie. Uh, let's right. see. That'll do it for holding up the the uh, headlines. Brought to you by, by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley's HigherPrice.com. Up next. Hey, why is our military prepping for the biggest war since World War II? Next. You just heard we got a ginormous balloon apparently over the northern eastern parts of the United States and uh, apparently the Chinese, it's a spy balloon. Wow. And uh, think about that first. I want you to soak that up for a second. This is shocking, man. There is a spy balloon over the United States of America that we're tracking. And we know it's from China. We do. Well, everything's made in China, but this one's actually <laughs> working for the Chinese government. And, it, and, they, and they're spying yeah. on us. Yeah. They're not just, like, waving hello to us. No, yeah. they're spying on us, and we're trying to figure out if we're going to shoot it down. Yep. Which we should. We shouldn't even be asking this question. Okay, I'm going to ask the question. What if they want us to shoot it down? Okay. I don't know. What if there's something on there? I'm just being, you know, paranoid. Then you've just started World War Three. Well, what if there's something on there that if we shoot down, it is, I don't know what's it is. You've started World War Three. Okay, hold on. You're saying if we shoot this thing down, we start and World they, War III? No, if they have something in there that oh, kills I our see. people, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you started World what War III. What if there's III? a virus in I don't know. Oh, my God. There would be a virus I over mean, there? I mean, it never come from China. <laughs> well, I just, I'm thinking, like, they're not stupid. They know we're going to find mm-hmm. this balloon. What's what's in the balloon? I'm just going to be paranoid here. Because you know the White House is talking about this, and they're saying, obviously, we should probably shoot this down. And someone's like, wait, hold on a minute. Yeah. If they want us to shoot it down, should we just wait a second and try and figure out if we if we actually should? Yeah. Well, or do you remove it? I don't know how you do that. Well, yeah, you because it it's traveling it well above commercial air travel. I mean, it's up there. This is scary, man. Yeah. So the senior defense officials added the strong recommendation of other military leaders, including the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Mark Milley, not to take kinetic action to the risk of safety and security of people on the ground uh, from possible debris fields. So that means they're worried that this thing would come down and land potentially on houses or people yeah. in the United States of America. They're spying on us. Or did they plant something in there that if we do blow it up, what does it do to us? I don't know. This is they already threatened us today. They said the the, the talk of the, you know what that four star general said last week has caused them to essentially push back at us. They threatened uh, Kevin McCarthy and said, don't dare go to Taiwan or else kind of thing. And he said, I'm not going to let China tell me what I can and can't do. This is becoming more and more of an escalation. And they said, you guys are escalating it. And another part of this is we are moving our big boats in some areas to the Philippines and other parts of oh of, of Asia as a potential of because what we talked about yesterday or the other day is we don't have our stuff right there. If they were to attack Taiwan, we're not in a position to even if we wanted to help that to to help out. The high altitude balloon was spotted over Billings, Montana on Wednesday. Wow. Yeah. So that's real specific. That's the most specific thing that I can find. Um, I don't know what you do. I, I, I have a really dumb question here. 
Do you, like, you know, behind closed doors, we really don't know what happens, right? We mm-hmm. know that China's our enemy, but we also know we got to work with them. And they've got, you know, this, you know, our, our economy, their economy basically runs the world. When something like this happens, somebody call over and say, uh, what are you guys doing? Are you, yeah. Why do you have the balloon over over uh, Montana? I don't even know if that happens. Are you is there a phone call that oh, is made? They've got to have from back channels. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, that, that yeah. People are, are, you know, sitting there and what asking serious questions. Right. The, uh, guys, what are they looking for in Billings, Montana? Well, they're, what they're looking for is are we building certain things that they have no idea? Because here's the here's the thing. At the end of the day. And, and and our military guy, Mike Lyons, has told me this a thousand times. What terrifies their people? In China? Yep. Okay. And everywhere else that would be an enemy against us? It's not what they know we have, which they know works. It's what they don't know we have that terrifies them. That's what keeps them up at night. So China's worried that we have all this new technology and we could just wipe them off the, pl- off the face of yeah, the earth. Like, oh, well, we've got a supersonic thing. Well, right. that's good. Yeah, you guys do. We haven't been very good at that. We're, we're a little bit behind. Or maybe we have something that is supersonic and you don't know about it. Maybe we have some stuff that you have no idea because you know we do. Look at the size of the military budget. There's a lot of stuff that is just black lined and you have no idea where that money goes. DARPA and stuff. So... What are they looking for? What are they looking for? So if you're just joining They're us. They're not fans of Yellowstone. No, no and I love Yellowstone. <laughs> I got uh, to watch the uh, 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 season four. It's great. Anyway, what we're talking about, if you're just joining us, there is a Chinese spy balloon over the United States. And they said on Wednesday it was in Billings, Montana. And the United States government's trying to figure out to shoot this thing down. Yeah. Uh, and you and I have been talking about maybe they want you to shoot it down and then and then you know that's not good no and uh, u.s military that, flights prompted a ground stop at the airport in billings yeah they're saying that look this type of a- uh, activity is not unprecedented okay. it has happened the problem is it's kind of like it travels through this is it they're saying it's staying put it's moving it's not leaving the u.s it's crazy and it's staying much longer than it than it than you would think it would that and is crazy at a time when things intentions are heating up there are some serious issues here so china has sent a balloon that's about four to 12 miles above earth's surface and extends around 31 miles yep and we're trying to figure out what to do with it i gotta tell you that freaks me out. It's a little uncomfortable. It's a lot it? uncomfortable. Coming up next, you know, sometimes we forget there are way more good cops than bad, and we will prove it to you next.